All right. Well, welcome everybody to episode two of the podcast. Uh, hopefully you watched or listened to the last one. Um, yeah. This week we have Madison on. Hi guys. <laughs> Hello, Madison. I've known Madison, oh, I don't know actually how long I've known A you. A long time. 2015, 16, 2016? Something like 20, that. 2016 probably. Four or five years? Yeah, at least that. Math. Um, math is hard, <laughs> just as much as reading's hard, right? Yeah. right reading is very it's hard. Not, setting up a good router is hard. <laughs> See, there it is. <laughs> Check mark one. <laughs> Sometimes you got to reboot your router. That's that's right. That's a fact. That's, that's why we'll probably never do a live podcast. <laughs> I mess it up. Going, I mean, I just basically mess, mess everything up. So I'm just not going to go live on anything because then that's just permanent forever. Can't edit okay. anything out. Then you get um, edited. So like those that are just joining us again or or for the first time, uh, Moscow Mules and Knob Slide is, is basically a, you know, Three year in a making idea, three and a half years in making idea that I had, and finally convinced David to be my co-host. But basically, we want to talk about drinks, whether that's alcohol beverages or your favorite tea, or you know, you know, this killer way to make coffee or whatever it might be. Or and then you know, talk a little bit about ourselves a little bit, and then uh, you know, go from there. So, um, do you want me to kick off drinking? I should probably kick over to the guest. I mean, this we're gonna fumble around with this because. This is the first time you're a first guest, so guest first, always guest first, always. So what are you, what are you, what are you sipping on? All right. Madison? So my drink of choice tonight is in a nice Yeti cup, so you can't see it, but trust me, it's delicious. Um, I am drinking a Sicilian pink grapefruit gin. Interesting. Yeah. What did what did you say it was the first word? Sicilian. Sicilian. Oh, Sicilian. Sicilian. Some Italian grapefruit gin. What um, makes it Sicilian? Just the region it's from? I would presume that the grapefruits come from Sicily. Ah. Yeah, they are pink Sicilian grapefruits. Cool. Italian that, juniper, rhubarb, and a bunch of other stuff. Is that imported or did you get that at the local liquor store? Uh, I mean, I ordered it online. Not from the local liquor store. <laughs> for, for whatever that's worth. You did uh, not call for pickup, I guess, is what you're saying. No, I have had the local local liquor store deliver, though, but I yeah. would not recommend that. I had, I had it, it was fine. No. I mean, it was like an extra $20, and you couldn't get big bottles of wine, which was that's, most that's of fair. <laughs> to be honest. You needed mass quantities. It's not official. <laughs> All I want are magnums of wine. Just yeah, give right. me a magnum. Like, tiny tiny bottles so it did not work yeah i went on a i've been on a spree looking for a good rhubarb gin that i can find somewhere in the united states and i have not successfully found it i didn't so even I know there was it. flavored gin so oh, yeah flavored gin start is there fantastic <laughs> is it like is it so far superior better than like a really good gin and i'm not gonna throw out any good gins that i think are good because they might not be good to everybody else but like is it far superior than like i would say it's good far gin i think good like, there's one nice gin that we buy that I like. I mean, nice, it's like $50 bottle. But, like, that's about as much as I'm going for, like, a nice gin. Yes, and yeah. it's it's good, and I it's definitely, like, superior to lower quality gins. Um, I think the flavoring is just interesting, and there's different, different tastes you can make with it and different things you can mix it with that mm -hmm. I don't, don't always work as well for just, like, normal gin. So my favorite drink of choice is a rhubarb and ginger gin uh, with a sparkling lemonade, which is very specific. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Does it have to like that? Is whoa! I know. <laughs> I know. Super specific. How did you so, use someone uh, to that sort of like a recipe? So I was in Scotland last year, and all the whiskey distilleries in Scotland also make gin because it's cheap and easy, and they have the equipment to do it anyway. So they can make some money on the side making gin. And while I was there, I was introduced to a bunch of flavored gin because while I was there, I tried all of the whiskey I possibly could just to come to the con conclusion that I hate whiskey, which I already knew. <laughs> Went all the way to Scotland to learn I hated whiskey. Yep, I tried everything. I tried literally everything. If I can go to Scotland and not like whiskey, I'm never gonna like it. No, I think, <laughs> There's I no think that's pretty much That's it. a fair assessment. You're yes, done. but I learned I like gin. And they had a bunch of like all different kinds of flavored gins and then all different flavors of mixers and things that they use there 
So I ended up stumbling upon a drink that was a rhubarb gin and uh, a sparkling lemonade. And then I found out how to get the sparkling lemonade in the States up until about a month ago. And I think they discontinued making it. So now I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to do. What's your, what's your sparkling lemonade? Like, what do you... Uh, Fever Tree makes it. So, uh, yeah. I have some, I have some of that up here near me, but it's yeah, in ginger form. Yeah, I have an aromatic tonic water right now. Yeah, and I have their ginger beer and yeah. they, make, they make all a bunch of different flavored tonics, but they had a sparkling lemon, which was not tonic. Yeah, and it was just like the greatest thing ever. It was like sparkling lemonade, but less sweet and more carbonated. Oh yeah. Okay. So it was just like perfect. You like our like, lemonade is straight sugar. Yeah, that's true. And that some people don't like that. I, yeah, like I'm not. Add, adding the extra sugar almost like sometimes ruins the flavor of the alcohol you're drinking. I'm guessing. Yeah. I found it. I guess it has. Like if you try to make your own old fashions, like I'll just fumble around making my own old fashions. Cause you add too much simple syrup, you're like, oh, that ruined that one. <laughs> yeah. Especially with good bourbon. Yeah. You can't. You can't do that. <laughs> so, so that's your that's your go-to like right now yeah so well so i've ran out of rhubarb gin so i brought back every time i go overseas i find it and i bring it home in mass quantities and i have i'm out of it and i'm not going overseas anytime soon so i'm kind of like that's why you got to make friends at these conferences and have them send it to you like care packages i could probably ask some people to do that i just haven't <laughs> so i found this website that sells uh different imported liquors and they had a a mulberry gin which i wanted to try which is what what prompted me to order this stuff in the first place i place this order i get a bunch of strawberry gin grapefruit gin and mulberry gin and they're out of the mulberry which i find out after i place the order which is the whole reason i even wanted this so oh man <laughs> so i'm stuck with strawberry and grapefruit <laughs> well so i don't even know there there's I've heard that for vodka. I've heard the you know the, the, the those flavored vodkas have been out since we've been in college. Oh, but yeah. like yeah. I haven't heard of flavored gin. I've heard of like the craft gin, um, you know, like local stuff. Like Dogfish Head does does some craft gin things. Wiggle has like, good Genevieve. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't make it. Don't like their whiskey, the rye, but they do have other good stuff. Wiggle Wiggle Rye. Yeah, it tastes like grass to me, like literally like fresh cut grass. That's how all whiskey tastes to me, <laughs> but worse. <laughs> um, have you tried? There's that place in the Strip District. Uh, that's one of the only liquor. It's only one of the only private. Uh, here we go. We're gonna have to do like a new segment of like fact check Kyle. But, <laughs> but I'm pretty Pretty-up sure it's one of the it. only private liquor stores in the state. It, you know, I'm sure there's a handful of them. It's in the Strip District. I forget what it's called. My buddy friend owns it and it was one of the only ones that stayed open like when the pandemic started and they might have fancier stuff they seem to carry like like the good stuff they might all be out but that might be a place to check for some or they might be able to get it for you yeah the specific one that you want yeah because here and here's how bad it is while i was there uh there were two really big brands of rhubarb gin and i like one better than the other so i even have like a specific brand a specific distillery that makes the specific rhubarb gin that i want <laughs> that's getting deep in that game I, I, it's absurd i don't think i'm ready for this Before is there, is there, Scotland, is there really that much it. of a taste difference <laughs> Are you put side by side <laughs> no but there's a 10 percent abv difference uh, oh. So we, you're yeah. telling me, hopefully you like the higher one, is what you're Correct. trying to say. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when I, would go, when I would go out, the mixed drinks would be the same cost, and one was 10% higher. Oh. So. Okay. Math. math. Yeah. <clears throat> math. math. <laughs> That's hard. Math. Not as hard as reading. So about you, Kyle? What do you got? Oh, what I got? Uh, well, speaking of Scotland, that's my, that's my William Wallace accent. Uh, I got this off of BrewDog's <laughs> website. Uh, BrewDog Layer Cake. It's a barrel tiramisu barrel aged stout, 12%, and it's, and it's barrel aged in rum barrels. They posted on their website like earlier this week. Now they deliver. So I was like, uh, so it went from East Liberty to New Stanton to my house. Oh, nice. That's very efficient. Right, right. I went to the one in East Liberty. It's opening weekend. Oh, did you? How was it? It looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was super cool. I mean, it was like, it was our opening weekend, so it was Scotland. like a disaster. Everybody was there. 
right. were out of like a bunch of things because they, they were slammed, but it was really cool. And now uh, it's closed. Very, uh, <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah, you can get takeout. Except for, yeah. The problem is it's like, where do you park? It's in a, like, it's in a cool area, but there's nowhere to park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go like a block and a half down, there's a parking garage that's almost always open. The one for Target? No, the one for like uh, Chipotle, right? Uh, yeah, Chipotle. well, there's that one there too, but there's oh, like an apartment right. building behind there. Behind, you gotta uh, be careful with the one at Chipotle because I think they'll tow. Don't quote me on that. Again, fact check Kyle. <laughs> you I'm like, not gonna like, go test that one. <laughs> you need like a cartoon splash screen with some like silly like uh, saxophone circus music. I can add that in, I'm sure. <laughs> so I've never had this. I just I just saw barrel aged. I saw dessert stout. I saw, and I didn't even know it was barrel aged until I started reading. And it's rum barrels, which you. David said, or hit or miss. I've never had anything rum barrel. So rum, rum adds a really uh, weird flavor sometimes. We'll it's, it's good with, I've had some real good pumpkin ales through rum barrels. Mm. I've also had some very bad stouts Ooh. through rum barrels. That's boozy. What do you got? What's it taste like? Oh, man. I'm not sure I get in tiramisu, but it tastes like more espresso as opposed to espresso. As a more as opposed to coffee, and, and it's sweet on the back end, yeah. a little bit bitter in there, but uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, and fun it's, fact about Brewdog is I own a share of Brewdog. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. Pause. <laughs> I was there so, when that was hot. So yeah, you can, you can buy it directly at the at the brewery. Yeah. Yep. So my buddy wow. Danny, who will hopefully have on. Uh, if I if he's not traveling um, the world at that time, I would say that's likely to not be happening. Yeah, he's stuck in L.A. Well, stuck. I mean, it's not bad, I guess. And apparently, if you get <laughs> more fact check, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get that tattooed, uh, that dog. The, if you get the dog tattooed on you, apparently you get beer for life. Madison, does that sound like something? Oh, that sounds like something we should try and test out. Yeah, the problem is it looks more like a, a wicked rhinoceros as opposed to a dog. Does it have a size limitation on the, the tattoo? Location? You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. <laughs> well, listen, there are people in the audience who may want to consider uh, receiving oh. a tattoo for beer. Does it have a sure. size or a location requirement? I assume it probably I'm, just has to be discernible and yeah. most often visible, probably. So I bet there'd be, be a location requirement. I mean, if you want to get it on your butt cheek, that's all. You, it's good for you. But I'm sure they don't want you to pull your pants down every time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. unless you're a regular like no nah, he's the guy with the, with the butt tattoo yeah, we, know yeah. Guy. We, we, we know him we know little timmy little bobby tables <laughs> that's what i call my butt so yeah i was gonna go for i picked up a pineapple uh, sour ale today from strange oh, roots so i was debating between the two but just showed up and i did the whole quick chill mode where you wrap it in like a wet cloth and put it in your freezer for like that 20 minutes. That can't be minutes. real. That, that cannot be a real work. I, I will fact check that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> fact check Kyle. <laughs> fact check Kyle. And Instantaneous I already got fact checks. Yeah. yeah. It Done works. It, it does what I sent it to you. Like it sucks the heat out of the can. It doesn't necessarily chill it. It just helps it cool. I don't it's know. heat transfer. No, I got you. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. But I did, I did also wrap it in like a, I don't know, one of those, uh, heating cooling things with like pre-wrap and put it back in the refrigerator so like I was trying to really get cold what's a heating cooling thing you know when if you hurt yourself you have like a something you put I have them because I'm like consistently getting hurt talking about icy it. hot yeah I slathered it in a bunch of icy hot and I threw <laughs> no, it in the <laughs> freezer <laughs> not icy hot it didn't anyways, freeze yeah. like I thought it would <laughs> no but it's it's good um, I'm glad I only bought four cans but then the four cans was pretty expensive on the high end but it's good. I've never had anything rum barreled, so maybe it'll grow on me. Maybe it's too cold right now. I think I like stouts a little more close to room temperature as opposed to chilly. Yeah. And that taste will, will change as it, as it warms up. You know, we've, we've talked about that before, but. Right. So it's good. It's boozy. I wonder what it tastes like in a good bar- uh, bourbon barrel. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I'm glad they were doing other stuff because I've seen some of the brew dog stuff and I like it, but it's always like uh, I've had each of one of their other beers, and uh, I saw this one. It was more like a variety type beer. I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool. I'm gonna get that." 
I do love that they're shipping. Like a lot of these places are shipping now because I wish all of them would do it. So I don't have to like make an hour trip for 30 seconds, but it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, it's true. Speaking of hour trips for 30 seconds, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to bust right in here what I have. Let me, let me, uh, <laughs> let me get into this. So uh, out of here in Western Pennsylvania, we have some really nice microbreweries, microbreweries, right? And one of them that I like to frequent is called Cellarworks. This was a uh, silver medal winner last year at the Great American Beer Festival. Uh, it is a, it's called St. Eldritch. It's an American wild ale that was aged in Cabernet barrels. Oh, I'm sorry, awesome. Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. Oh, fancy. Uh, I don't know if you've had it, Kyle, um, but you know, there- I don't think I've had that. I've, the the one I had was, was that Allagash beer that was aged in Cab. Cab Franc. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I had to find that one. This one is uh really nice. But I think it's a eight and a half percent ABV, so it's a little little mellower for a caged beer. But you got a special guest, Madison's cat. Yeah. Which one's that? Uh, Luna. There's a so in my desk I have little shelves above here, and then there's a window right here. I guess I'll just show you instead of me miming this. Um, and there's a cat bed in the window ah that's her spot yeah so she doesn't care about us she's not saying hi to us she's just going to yeah (laughs) she's like you're just she's excuse me but no excuse so like back up a little bit blasco tell i i'm ignorant to this the beer festival so like what is a silver medal what does it mean to the brewery and like is this a national wide thing oh yeah so the great american beer festival is the like the largest uh convention of craft beer in in north america so uh, out in Colorado, usually I don't remember if it's at the convention center or at um, like the Pepsi center, uh, but you'll have all these craft brewery, breweries come and submit a beer to be judged as like the best in the country for, for that year. So um, these guys went out, these, this local brewery to, to, to us and to me and submitted their, their beer and out of 50 other American wild ale styles, because they'll judge per style. So you don't just submit a beer and be like, hey, I think that was really awesome beer. And so then you have, you know, a Coors Light beer going up against, you know, a head, you know, IPA or something. But so do they do like an absolute beer. division? I know it's a weird thing to say, an but like absolute division. And in jiu-jitsu, like all weight classes will do an absolute where like you can have like a 250 pounder go against like a 150 pounder, right? In a bracket style. Do they do something like that? No. No, like, it's all everybody in the same thing. Yeah. Okay. All by style. So, so Oh man, we got we got, we got back up a little more. Oh my glass! You got to talk about your glasses. I got yeah. a new glass. glass. This is this is a new glass for me. This is a uh, Hop Rampage. Uh, if anyone played Rampage in the arcades growing up, I that was one of my favorites when I would go out with uh, like my dad and we would hit up like a pizza shop to uh, a local pizza shop. They always had Rampage. I'm very good. Um, love that game. Miss Rampage. Um, but so this one's Madison, like he, he has tons of glasses like let's back up a little bit because like we got to tell all the new yeah listeners. i'm unaware got, of your glasses collection so i i got into this glass game and i'm i'm having a, a problem with it. i guess like for the equivalent of like a sneakerhead, where you know you have i have to collect i i just feel like i have to collect glassware now uh, one of my my buddy's friends got me into it and now i, I like i can't stop uh, i know the feeling my you know, my favorite stuff right now is like this old like retro throwback 8-bit 16-bit video game art style stuff and there's a brewery uh and a designer uh out of richmond virginia that does a lot of stuff for a brewery called the answer uh black has all of his work and uh i try to pick up as much as i can right now from them so nice yeah richmond's this, a really good area for beer too i need to get down there need to get what down there all- but yeah, so you're supposed to pour this style of beer. It's it's basically a, a double, um, like a Belgian style double, a um, little maltier ale, and uh, you're supposed to pull it in like a snifter, pour it in like a snifter, so that you have like room to like swirl it around, and then the head, yeah, exactly, and then the head will get trapped up in the top where it it tapers in, and then you'll get a little bit more aroma. But um, I wanted to use this glass. I've been wanting to use this glass for a little bit, so we'll, we'll swirl Not- in here. We in the audience aren't judging you. It's okay. We are. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna start <laughs> yeah, tell us, it. yeah, tell us how it tastes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I've had it before. It's awesome. Uh, this one, this one, I've actually aged for like a year and a half. By the way, 
you've had it for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Special. Look at that, Madison. Cool. Episode two. He <laughs> has he has great self control. Like I've drank through all my great beer that I had, and when I say great, it doesn't even compare to what he had. But mm-hmm. get your nose. It's really there. really good. Um, oh man, it's not strong on the wine. It's it's really smooth and and. Um, I don't know where did, I guess the uh, I get a little bit of raisin out of it, but it's really it's really smooth, really uh, delightful American ale. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's just awesome. You got to come up and get one, or you got to go over and get one. I'll bring one to you. We can do that sometime. Yeah. Uh, the bottles. Um, one one cool like factoid story side note about them. Uh, these bottles are Dom Perignon barrels, or uh, oh. Dom Perignon <laughs> bottles, uh, because. When they cage them, or when they when they bottle the beer, they'll add a little bit more yeast to to it to let the the beer kind of age out and, and um, kind of mellow over the years. And when the carbonation builds up, a normal beer bottle can't handle it, so they went out and got these like uh, Dom Perignon bottles. Sweet, they, they're a little thicker walled and can handle it. So learning some new shit. They today. like to treat it with yeah, respect. Really. <laughs> yeah, right. So very nice. Well, in uh, well, we've only done one time, but you know, virtual cheers. To, cheers, y'all. Uh, We're gonna get a cooler glass now. Oh, <laughs> uh, you need cool glasses. I'll I'll send you a bunch of links for cool glassware. <laughs> but I mean, stuff. yeah, I, I mean, I feel you. I'm mean, the same way with shoes. I've actually slowed down on shoes because, like, I can't wear them out. So, like, why buy shoes? But like, the whole Jordan thing's not making it easy either. It's a documentary, but that's neither here nor there. I heard you're cooking them though. You can you can flip that stuff. I'm I'm cooking one pair. I'm actually cooking two, probably. You can flip glassware like you can flip shoes. Yeah, I like can use them. Saving, right? Some of, yeah, yeah co- like cooking's <laughs> like, yeah, you're just saving them to sell later. Okay, just clarifying. <laughs> I don't even know the term until it goes on like a sneakerhead Discord or something that I end up just getting off of because I didn't see, the, the, the juice game. wasn't worth the squeeze, right, of being on there. And I wasn't like these, the rest of the people on there, I wasn't trying to like flip every shoe that came out. Like, I where i've worn every like, up until the pandemic i've worn every th- pair of my shoes besides one at least one time because they're like that's the point of having them i want to wear them they're also like very the glassware like I, I remember them as a kid like certain shoes i remember like jordan wore those or this basketball player wore those and like i was like i wanted to wear those and my parents were like no you're not gonna wear those <laughs> yeah the glass Look at me now, like, mom. Yeah. Dad. <laughs> Dad. Yeah, that's a good point because like that glassware for me is like a, a nice like I can't always play these video games, but like you can you can pop the glass on stare at for a while and be like, oh yeah, I remember all those cool times I played Mega Man or yeah. Battle Toads or whatever. You go to replay what, FX in the summer, you can play all of the video games. Yeah, I wanna, we'll definitely I, do that this year. Yeah. <laughs> when that happens. We should, we should go to like the like places and play some arcade games. Like Absolutely. Not not the one in Southside. What you what's the other one? Is that the one you said, Madison? Oh, uh, games and that. Yeah, games and that is okay. It's not really that good. I want some. I want some classic arcade. Like I want to have some NBA jams, like two on two, where it's like Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway on like the Magic, right? Like I want. Hold on here, Shaquille O'Neal 90... wasn't an NBA jam, and you know it. Yes, he was. It was hey, Nick Anderson. <laughs> It was not Nick Anderson. It was Nick Anderson and Penny Hardaway, bro. Fact check Kyle. Yeah, fact check Kyle. I thought it was... Unless he was in the arcade version, but I know he wasn't in the Super Nintendo version. Okay, I'm talking arcade only, because my mom used to work downtown Cleveland, and and, and the powerhouse is what it used to be called in the flats, and it was like an arcade. I I swear it was Shaq, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I loved Penny Hardaway at the time. He was really good, and that team was really good at nailing threes. You could just... You can catch so fire right. Penny Hardaway real fast. Right. Madison's a big gamer. She's probably the biggest gamer out of all of us. Still, to this day. What do you play? Uh, so, uh, quarantine has revived my love for World of Warcraft. Oh. Classic. Not Snap. Reboot, no. I'm very proud of Jenkins! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad whole thing with staged. <laughs> But it's fine. But it was awesome. Don't ruin it, it for me. Awesome. I didn't know that. It was Don't awesome. Ruin it and it was a me. monumental moment in history, it's, honestly. It's still real to me. Yeah. Here's how monumental it was. There was a show on History Channel or like the military channel, and it was about a Air Force jumpers 
Okay, another fact check. But prisoner jumpers are <laughs> the first responders, like when someone's wounded behind enemy lines, like they go out and their like siren to like let them know like we have a mission right now was Leroy Jenkins, and they would all like, grab their gear, like run to the helicopters and shit. It was oh, great. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, so interesting factoid about World of Warcraft and our lives today. There was a um virus that spread in World of Warcraft like I don't know five six ten fifteen years ago whatever back check the time whatever but there was a um a computer virus uh, not really a computer virus but a an actual in-game disease that spread from character to character because it never turned off when it was supposed to so it spread through like the entire community and that whole in-game pandemic has been used to study real life pandemics and how diseases spread and like has been used for research in the current coronavirus pandemic wait super cool that is the fair so what did it what did it do in the game it would spread from person to person and um i think it killed them towards the end of it i should know this i just read this like last week do you remember how like was it spread through like trading items or like just being in proximity being nearby like- yeah, I think it, I think it was just proximity. Give me but a what, 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 what was the uh, effect of it? Like, what did it do to you in the game? Uh, these are the things that I would like to know before I That's start okay. talking. <laughs> I just say stuff all the time. It'll, it'll, yeah. yeah, yeah, Kyle, look at him, man. He just makes stuff up all day. <laughs> I just yeah. make stuff up, and oh, someone's gonna come and okay. like tweet or angry, you know, at me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, thank you. Yeah, we'll just clean it up later. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It, I shared, there's a new story about how it's relating to now. Uh, so it was, a, it was a debuff that spread from a specific boss fight and then went to the world at large. Um, and funny enough, it, it compared rats in the bubonic plague and how they spread it to how in-character or in-game characters' pets spread it because they were able to be like summoned at will. So yep. if you put them away and they had the disease and then you brought them back out and this big community would spread around, which is what happened and what made it so bad. Uh, so it uh, it was in all of the major cities, like within a matter of hours, and you would, I think it would kill you. Huh. Yeah, like That's I think crazy. it would make you die and you would just keep catching it and just keep dying. That sounds pretty awful. Someone should have yeah. patched that. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but it's made for a lot of research in how uh, pandemics spread in communities because that acts, World of Warcraft acts very much like a real world community where there's like major cities where people gather and you know like trade, do things together and are in much closer proximity than like yeah. the rest. So yeah, it's really interesting. They did, um, a couple epidemiologists did an entire study on it in like 2007 what I'm reading says, um, and somebody's like re- was kind of considering it and looking into it again for the most recent pen- recent pandemic to try to figure out what they can do and the rate of spreading. That's crazy. Super interesting. <laughs> Video so how, game virus. How long ago did you play that game? Like, when um, did you finally get? When did you get first get started? Uh, like fourteen years ago, fifteen years ago. Okay. Holy so, cow. so one of, one of my friends from Maryland <laughs> that we're gonna have on in one of the future shows used to like script and run a bot that would game the game the the material economy that he would buy things at like low prices and he'd just keep buying them all he'd buy as much stuff of like one thing as he could and then he would sell it for higher prices or he would just hold it so that like nobody could craft more of like one item oh my god that's awesome yeah like actually manually do that now i don't think anybody is scripting Oh, well, he's gotten pretty good at catching that stuff now, but that's awesome. I'll have to bring that up with him because that's that was one of like we probably spent an hour or so in the office one day talking about how he completely gamed the uh, gamed this this whole system and would crash the economy of like I don't know some sort of like scarce material, that's scarce awesome. resource. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> that's he's so crazy. awesome. Yeah, the disease that spread is called uh, corrupted blood, uh, and it originated from Hakar the Soul Flare. I'm sure. Just remember Corrupted Blood, and he like might know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, oh, the times were tough. 
Yeah, no, like, but like everyone remembers that, like in the community, it's really interesting. It was a, it was a really big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like, I just like, after after Halo online, what was that? Like 2004. Like, I just like absorbed myself so much into game, like first person shooter games. Like, I was like, I gotta stop. Yeah, so first-person shooter games hold like a very special place in my heart, and they're my very super close second favorite. I love first-person shooters. Those communities are also by far the most toxic to women that I've ever been involved oh in. Oh my god, which I is can why imagine. I stopped playing them. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I haven't like I got the new Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, like the one, and then like, but I haven't gone on and played because like there's nothing worse than like hearing someone run smack that's like 14 years old that doesn't have anything else to do besides play video games all day and like become good one of the other guys like we might have on this the show i hopefully we'll have him on his brother was actually like sponsored like at the time when he was playing counter-strike because he was that good he was like sponsored by like subway and something else oh, that's awesome so counter-strike yeah. is also like what i enjoyed playing. that's what i started I out did until world of warcraft took over my life for this yeah time. i do so miss like the, the the arcade games like i I remember playing, like, not that I'm a big golf guy, obviously, uh, David could attest, but, like, I love Golden Tee. Like, I love the arcade stuff. It's playing yeah. the actual machine. That, like, I Area 51 is my favorite arcade game, I think. I think I would get, like, Donkey Kong and just play that for hours. Yeah. But Time Crisis, I could play that for a while. Yeah, I also love Time Crisis. And uh, you remember the old WWF, like, four-player? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, the arcade version of that was awesome. But so was Rampage, so whatever. Rampage is awesome. <laughs> did anybody so so being with the the Vol uh the Vol team at CERT, did have you ever stumbled across like a video game uh Vol report? Like is anybody like very upset about being uh exploited in, you know, yes. Minecraft yeah, or something? Have you seen those yeah, before? No, it was, it, I think it was Call of Duty. Somebody uh <laughs> Somebody told us that they their uh, their neighbor or somebody that they were playing against uh, was dosing them so that they couldn't play Call of Duty because people were beating them. <laughs> That's <laughs> almost like, as bad as calling like this is like an incident. <laughs> this is like this is in the back in the day when Cert had this, the telephone. You, you guys would have got a phone call from this person yes. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes, this person was very upset, and they were like. I'm doing really well and now I can't play because I keep being docked because I like gave somebody my public IP address for some ungodly reason. That's well, I think it's is. sometimes, I think it's sometimes exposed. A lot of these games. Yeah, but I, now, you, I don't play a lot online, but like, I think a lot of them are very easily exposed somehow, some way. I listened to a yeah. podcast, another podcast recently from Darknet Diaries. Jack Resider had one about like X Xbox stuff. And like he had people on there talk about how like, they're able to figure out based on the connections because of how it does the peer to peer, another fact check Kyle thing, but like it was a peer to peer and like he just network captured everything because he would see the other IB addresses and he would just start like dosing them so that he, they would lag and he wouldn't. And the, like whatever, I think it was Call of Duty. It might've been oh, like, very similar to what you're talking about. It yeah, like, yeah, it, I totally believe that and I would, I wouldn't put that above anybody. I mean, because like sense. your machine, if you, I think it was, if you hosted the game, yeah, everybody connected to your hosting yep. thing so you could see everybody else's IP address and then they, he would just network capture that and make sure it was the same every time, every time you play with people and then start like tossing them. Oh I'm my like, gosh. I mean, that's sort of genius, but also like, I don't yeah. want to have a computer like in the game, like being trying to be focused like this or a keyboard or whatever you the want. The amount of time then, that you spend getting like, up that stuff, you could just get good at the game. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. You could just try to be better at the game naturally. <laughs> we used to social engineer. I think that's how LAN parties, obviously, were probably a thing. But, like, when the first Halo went online in, like, 2004-ish, 2005, like, my buddy and I would play all day when we were in class, and he was, like, across the hall, and we had a house. And, like, when he would die or I would die, we would just yell where everybody was because they would like jump like from the Halo screen, they would just like scan you to other people and I'm like, oh, he's on top of the building, left side, yeah. right? So like, we were like social engineering it, like not like, we weren't physically hacking it, but like we were hacking the system because we were sitting across like the hall from each other. Yeah, well, and that can happen a lot still, like if you're just on voice chat, like outside of the game with other people, which like 
most of the time you are if you're playing with other people anyway. And like the same thing happens. And people do that still. I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with that because it's no different than when they have those like games, like the big gaming conventions that the two yeah. teams going against each other, like they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Funny enough, actually, I think it was like uh, maybe like three years ago now. Uh, so my husband and I uh, would play Counter Strike together all the time, and I would play with my older brother when I was away at college. That was actually how I maintained a relationship with my older brother was playing Counter Strike with him online. That's cool. Like what we did together. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so I played with him, my husband, and uh, like a handful of our friends. So about three years ago, they held the first Counter Strike major in the United States because the United States doesn't take esports seriously in like any fashion. It's like very serious in Europe and Asia and pretty much the rest of the world. But the United States has no respect for that. So they held their first one, the first major, which is like basically the Counter Strike Championships in the United States about three years ago in Ohio. So oh, we wow. went. And it was awesome. Okay. It was so much fun. Honestly, it was, I was a little hesitant at first because I, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, there's like both teams of what, like however many people in front of us and they're displaying their screens, like, and we're just sitting there watching, but it was so much fun. Like it was, it was like attending a sporting event. It was really fun. Where'd they have that at? I want to say Columbus. And I think the hockey rank there. Oh wow, that's a that's a pretty big venue for. Yeah, it, yeah, it it was really. I mean, it's a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like they build entire esports arenas in other countries. What's squeaking? Who? Yeah, who's squeaking? That walk. Hold on. Is <laughs> kitty got a squeaky kitty? I know he's her. It's her a shih tzu. wolf. It's a wolf. Oh god. Yeah. No, Wook. <laughs> His name's Wookie. Oh, I thought like it was a wolf. Well, so it's a it's a Wookie, and she was squeaking her Wookie toy. Oh, that's, oh. Cool. that's Inception the right there. Wook. I think you you uh, you you allow that. Yes. So how do you if uh, if someone calls you complaining about their neighbor? Well, I guess emails you right, fills out the the cert form or whatever it is nowadays. Like, and they email you and want to know. How to stop their neighbor from DDoSing them in a you know a bowl report? What what do you do? Do you just ignore it? Do you do you give them the time of day to respond back? Um, or do you I think, just I think laugh, it mostly laugh and depends the on the day. If I if I have the time, uh, and if, uh, if I have the time, mostly I'll send them maybe like here's how to prevent DOS attacks. Generally, oh. just like do this. That's very nice of you. About it. That's. The most I would. Doctor yeah. Google, I threat my neighbor from dogs. Yeah. Yeah, let, let me Google that for you. Yeah. So if I'm feeling exceptionally nice and I have a second, I'll do that. Um, if it if it's honestly just like a spam, if it's very clearly spam or somebody trying to waste our time, I won't I won't do anything. But if I have any feeling based on what they've said that it's you know like an actual person who just doesn't maybe know any better. Yeah. If I can just send them something to help, I I I will. But that's purely out of the goodness out of my heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really boils down to how busy you your team gets, right? Like when it yeah. comes down to stuff, right? Like you know, cert is what like you know the coordination center is one of the only non-affiliated like P certs. So like you know, coordinating everything, anybody that has any problem with anything usually floods the cert because there's still a set of what, you know, researchers out there that are scared to email whoever yep. that they found a security flaw in something because they're like, they're worried about getting thrown in jail. And then maybe that might be, yeah. and I don't know where those the people are located, but you know, I, I can understand their fears, but at the same time, like companies need to be more open to that. Not, you know, well, we'll we all even know. Get, we'll even get people contacting us because they're, they found maybe something wrong and like, a government website or something like the government owns and they're like definitely don't feel comfortable enough reporting to them because they're afraid of the same thing happening so like well, even more all, though we all know that might just go in a black hole the home break <laughs> <laughs> so like or the best thing they could do is like email the cert coordination center well it's the other the other half of that is like the the company or a vendor or agency looks at and they're like yeah that's totally not a problem and we'll not address that thank you very much Right. Yeah. I think I think Will Dorman tweeted a bunch of that stuff recently uh, with regard to a sure vendor. 
yeah. So it was. That's we'll interesting. Try to get, to we'll try to get Will on. I think Will would be good to get on. Oh, he would love this. <laughs> so for sure, he would. We'll try to get him on, though. I think there's no reason. There's no reason not to have anybody on. Like, I want this to really like. I'm not trying to get any. I think you know, David and I aren't trying to get anything out of this. Besides, like, have drinks with people virtually, regardless of pandemic or not. It just, I think, it made it easier during the pandemic to start this off. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been bugging him for at least a solid year, and like, you know, it, was, it came down to time. It's like, well, now we have all the time in the world. Do yeah, David. Now you don't have an excuse. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't have an excuse. It ha- it happened. I mean, it he does. Just... He ha- he has a family, right? I you know, I have my yeah, wife and dogs. And... <laughs> it's an it's an easy hour now to to have a beer somewhere else, right? I mean, it's right. not a beer in my living room. You know, my my normal drinking spots are right now, or my living room, or my driveway. Those are that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. So I now my, you know, you sitting in like a lawn chair with like your feet up and just like. Uh, no, not you know, it's can't get the feet up outside too much because you gotta get might have to run after a kid in the in traffic, but you know. Right, right. It's comfy. We're okay. Madison has probably the best view in the city. The best yeah, view I've seen. Yeah, if you guys can work, I can show it to you. Where are you? <laughs> the Southside Slopes. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. It's a dope view. It's awesome. Like yeah, we were there. It was snowing on what New Year's Eve. We were there. Oh my God! Yeah, it was fucking crazy. It snows every New Year's Eve. It doesn't snow at all in December ever. <laughs> yeah, and but I it snows in May. Throw a big party on New Year's Eve, and it's it blizzards. It will go from not snowing at all to blizzarding two years in a row now. Yep. It's terrible. With the city lights and the snow coming down, it was a pretty epic view. It was really. Oh, sweet. that's nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. More, I'm more excited about May snow than I am December Ooh. snow. So <laughs> we're going outside. Woo. This is this is a first. I haven't been to Pittsburgh in uh, probably no. nine downtown? weeks. Do you guys see downtown? Uh, we see a little we frozen, see. but I see I see the steel building. Steel still. Uh oh. Oh, Madison, we lost you. Might might have hit that one. She probably dropped her laptop over the side. Oh, she's back. Ah, wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> no, my table because I walked outside. Mm. That's fine. Yeah, we, we sort of see it. Is it working now or no? That's the yeah, working now. I see you. Yeah, we get you now. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah, Downtown. look at that. There we go. Downtown. Yeah. Oakland. Yeah, it's a, the, the uh, Cathedral Learning. Yeah. yeah. Like, this view is great, but, like, when at night with the lights – like this is yeah. super super sweet. I know if it uh, it gets really nice around the sunset, but we have some time until that happens. And we also like have like what like three hundred days of clouds a year, so like you know, sixty five <laughs> days of sun. So don't be yep. don't sound like you're sad about it. Listen, like awesome. I don't want to melt. I don't like melting. You're, you, Madison and I can attest. Madison and I. Fact check me, Madison, on this one. Yes. You get hot. We are kids like hot over people. There. Like I hate hot. Yes. Like, but you know, David get... and, and Dina are like lizard people, so like they need like the bacon, the sun. Like I'm like not like bacon the sun per se, but like they like the warmness. I'm like, nope. I need to lay in Leave the, me in the snow. Yeah. Yes. Lizard people. Yes. No. No, he says. No, what I, what I really want is, uh, you know, to be a lizard, I want to be a lizard. Oh. Internet connection is apparently unstable, so give me a minute. Yeah, something is. My side. Let me pause it. One that keeps everything the coldest. Yeah. I mean, glassware, that's the thing. So I meant to bring this up, like, whenever we started this. Is like, Have you <laughs> thought about, so I was a big, you drink my stuff in Arctic or Yeti. Like, I, like I kept it cold the whole time. And then I started drinking stuff in glass, like, you know, bourbons and whatever. I'm like, oh, my God, it tastes way better. Have you found that? Have yeah, you tried? it definitely is different. So, so my Yeti is, like, ah, two weeks old, maybe. Very new. But uh, at least so far, I think I'd agree with you. Yeah, like, I but found, the, like, again, I, I, but I also drink. The same issue I do. But. Oh, we restarted. Hold on. What's happening? <laughs> oh, yeah, we started. Are you unpaused? <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. Hello. You, you might have the same issue that I do where my hands are so warm that if I'm holding a glass, like, uh, I, I'm actually warming my drink. It just, so I, I can't. 
So I, I put that. mine down a lot and like, I'm yes. not like a fast drinker. I'm not, I'm going to put it down a lot person because I don't, because I, I know I will warm it and I don't like anything warmed, but I also don't drink stuff quickly. Like last, like I'll pour a beer. Like I'll, cause I also found that like you get the cans that say 16 ounces and you put it into a 16 ounce glass and it, it, this can is filled more than 16 ounces, which I appreciate. I'm like potato chips and all the other stuff that we don't fill half, halfway, right? Because by volume, I get it. But for me, it's like I put it down and sometimes I forget. So like, you know, I've been over to David's house a couple times. I'll be drinking stuff. He's like, you done yet? And I'm like, and he knows I'm not done because I'm like, a, <laughs> but I'm not a slow drinker. I just like forget. I put it down. Like I don't have it in my hand because yeah. I know like I don't want to warm it up. But then I'll forget about it and I'll look over like like we'll be watching TV. I'll have a, I'll look over and I'll have like a full beer. I'm like, oh, I kind of had it over there. I didn't forget. <laughs> but like it's not Gosh, in my hand. It. It's not in my peripheral because off to the side, right? I wish I had that problem. I think mine far too fast. <laughs> I, don't, I need to slow. like stop and appreciate what I have more. Madness, that was great views outside. Uh, I appreciate that. But I hear you had to run off and make a new drink. What are, you, what are you drinking now? Yeah. So first off, check out this super awesome glass. I love this that. This is a gift from a friend. Nice crystal you know, skull glass. You know what that reminds me of a little bit? Like Goonies. I, I feel like when you showed me that like a few minutes ago, yeah. I, I, I thought Goonies. I mean, fair. <laughs> I made Dina watch it for the first shuffle time. For me? Yeah, I'm not, no how, how, did, how did she take that? Because... I think you can I go her, either way with a first watcher in their 30s. Well, the first time she watched it, she fell asleep, which was like two years ago. And then I oh like, God, exactly. And then, and then I was like, then we're going to like, we flipped on something and like, it was like, let's watch Back to the Future 2. And I'm like, that's a great movie. We should definitely watch that. However, I feel like we should watch um, uh, Goonies. And like, let's watch Goonies. It's a great so. idea. You should definitely do that. In uh, in my new skull glass, though, I have. Oh yeah, well, you, well I'm drinking some different. Gin. Yeah, oh, strawberry gin. Bee feeder London pink strawberry gin. Ooh wee. Yeah. Ooh wee. With some sparkling ice, classic lemonade. <laughs> there we go. Very nice. There we yeah. go. Yeah. This is uh, hands down, I think, the most feminine drink I like. <laughs> So do, you drink, do you drink beer at all before we close it out do you drink do you, yeah so i see you drink beer i like i like beer a lot i like um we we beer mostly which is unfortunate because there's not a huge market for that which is weird <laughs> to me uh the local brewery um full pint that sold my most favorite beer in the world close shut down. down about a month ago yeah, i wow. almost cried like I almost shed actual tears. I was so upset about it. <laughs> was that white lightning? Like what? Did they do white white lightning? Yeah, that yeah. was the best beer in the entire world. Sorry. Hands down, it's. I'm gonna be upset. There's definitely about wheat forever. styles out there for you. There, there's you know, um, mm. there's some hefeweizens that might fill that void for you, but. Yeah, there's there's some that fill it like most of the way but nothing nothing hits quite as perfectly as full pint white lightning it's just the best it is not too sweet it is higher abv than most uh wheat beers like it just you can drink it all night it doesn't make you sick like i have a very weak stomach yeah that's probably so things that are too sweet often that, that, me a lot. I think the ABV is probably where you're gonna miss with the wheat. It was usually lower, lower ABV, like five percent ish. Yep. Usually like four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I think that one was almost six, which for me was like huge. <laughs> oh yeah. Because all the beer that I like is so low. So I'm sorely gonna miss that. I'm sorry. I'll try to find some some wheats around the area for you that you can. Uh... Yeah, I mean, with the Hefeweizen beer, it's like, I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen many at the local breweries, but hopefully there you know, are some somewhere. There's some. They're just, they're they're often too sweet if you're going to be out for an entire, like a whole night drinking 
after a couple it's far too sweet and the abv is like not even comparable to like an ipa or a stout or a porter so it's like not even on the same level and at that point i may as well just drink something else exactly i mean and that's what it comes down to and that's why i pick and choose like very picky of my beers but i mean this might be a perfect closing uh i want to say thank you to madison for coming on being our number two podcast we'll definitely have you on down the road again first guest I think, yeah i think we will have you on again so i think uh how can people get a hold of you if you want them to get a hold of you uh, I'm super available on Twitter. I assume you will maybe provide some way for somebody to type that because my name is, I don't, I'm not saying yeah, it doesn't I'll, help anybody find me. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll add it to like the show notes. Okay. Sure yeah. Show notes. I'm super available on Twitter. I think that would probably be the easiest, easiest Perfect. way to reach me. And again, you can find me on Twitter on cool underscore breeze two six. Someday we'll figure out why that happened. Yeah, we will. <laughs> that so is actually, funny Kyle story was trying about... to be private on Twitter. <laughs> and then he just said, I'm writing it out now. Funny story about my Twitter name or my Twitter handle is that it is the name of my very first World of Warcraft character. But I screwed up and I added an extra D when I made my Twitter handle and I just kept it. <laughs> well, why don't you tell people, why don't you spell it out for people? So oh, no they, way. So, like, just in case someone's listening, I'm gonna find I, 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 show notes. I don't think we're friends. <laughs> the black, black it starts with an M. Does it start with an M? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> Get no, out of here. I was like, I was like 12 or 13 when I made this. So, my yes. Twitter handle is at I Q M A D D D Y Q I. Yep. So, how many of these? Three. Three. There were supposed oh, to be two, and I screwed up and I made three Ds. Oh, I found you. I think I found yep. you. I, uh, I made that character in World of Warcraft years ago as a joke with a friend because of how the XXs began and ended all of the usernames and like emails and stuff in, a in AIM world. So instead of Xs, I oh, used IQs. Because I remember that. And it just, yeah. it's my life now. It is. <laughs> It is who you are. <laughs> there was like a generation of like AIM users ahead of you that took all the cool screen names. You're like, oh, now I got to put yep. X's and underscores and dashes yep. and all those other yep. shenanigans. Yep, yeah, the same thing that. happened in World of Warcraft. So I want sorry. like I and Q. Sorry about that, he says. <laughs> sorry about that. Well, again, thank you. Follow. You can find me. Hold on a second. Let me plug yeah. myself. You can find yeah, me. Yeah, plug I yourself. Have no, no Twitter. No Twitter life. <laughs> Uh, I'm a lurker, but I, I made a public uh, Twitter account at I reverse things on the Twitters. You can find me there. And we'll, we'll get a uh, Twitter hander for the podcast here shortly. I'll be doing that over this weekend. And, you know, this episode will be up uh, within the week. And, you know, I'm trying to do it on that. Same. We have some great guests lined up. Thanks, David. Thanks, Madison, for being our first guest. Thanks to our drinks. And uh, I'll let David end with the catchphrase. Oh, I have no catchphrase today other than try not to die. I think that's the best place we <laughs> want to be right now. Or stay thirsty. From... Oh, so you can stay thirsty while you're not dying. While you're not dying. Well, thanks, yeah. everybody. Thank you very much. And we out.